0: Welcome back to me, been away for eight weeks in Europe, had a holiday with my wife. We went to Norway and the Netherlands and then Germany to look after the Australian women's Frisbee team called the Stingrays. I went to Germany with Mitch, who works with me at Panania Clinic, and we look after that team. We've looked after that team for a couple of years now. Um, So yeah, really awesome to go overseas and look after an Australian team in a very unique sport. If you haven't seen Frisbee, get around it. Just YouTube it. Um, some of the, I actually believe these are some of the greatest athletes without professional support that I've ever seen. They are fast, they can jump, they can catch really good reflexes. And a lot of them are actually poached by the women's AFL, which we've all seen has risen tremendously in the last couple of years. So it's a really cool sport. We had a good time doing it and I thought I'd get back into podcasting because it's been a while now the question I'm going to answer today are: is what are the qualities you look for in a new grad so what are the qualities you look for in a new grad I would say new grad or anyone in their first three to five years really anyone actually so I'll broaden the question out to any young health professional what we look for particularly for we hiring. And this was a question from our iMoveU 200 event, uh, which was our free event we did earlier in the year. So we've been doing paid one day courses. So um, it's a one day course on a Sunday. We've been to Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, Port Macquarie, Sydney. And uh, that's, that's for practitioners where uh, we really go deep on practicing communication, practicing treatment mapping, practicing the things that we don't learn about private practice. So um, we made that a paid course, but then I really wanted something entry level for people still at university. Uh, So we had a free event earlier in the year called the 200. It was super enjoyable, lots of fun, really engaging. So I think we will do that once a year. If you're interested in coming to our one day events, uh, we do. The next one is in Sydney on the 25th of August. So please reach out, Um, the Facebook group's the best place to find the details. So uh, this question was from that event, the iMovie 200 event. We've got about 30 great questions, and over the next few weeks, I'm just going to go one by one. So what are the qualities you look for in a new grad? I think um, any health professional is, there's a couple of key things. First one is above the line language. So... I feel like above-the-line language really tells you a lot about a person's upbringing, history, and how they're going to communicate. So above-the-line language is really focusing on solutions, not problems. As an example, um, someone might often talk about things they don't like versus things they enjoy. Or they might say, "Mm, that's a problem, or I don't like treating EPCs, or I don't like treating work covers, whereas uh, the person who is above the line will say, oh, yeah, it's really great to get a couple of those EPCs and work covers throughout the week to help prop up my list, uh, and I would like over time to build my ideal client base bigger and stronger so I have less of those patients. So there's quite a different outlook between those two things, and it doesn't mean that person A who was using below-the-line language doesn't think what person B said, but our language really um, determines our actions, I think. I think our language has a huge impact on us and the people around us and our energy. So, above the line, and we'll see that in interviews, even talking about last place of work. It's about, like, I hated this, I didn't get enough mentoring, pay wasn't great. It was like, yeah, you know, it, was, it was a really good place. I learned a lot. I'm after um, probably more mentoring. And I sort that out myself via these avenues, but I'd love more guidance with that. So, you know, really, really different, really different frame of mind. Uh, the second thing is probably empathy. So empathy, I think, dictates how good of a physio you are, and your ability to pick up on social cues and self-awareness. Uh, a lot of a lot of young A lot of practitioners don't have a level of self-awareness when they're talking too much or when a patient's saying one thing and they mean another. So I think empathy and social cues are huge. And you'll see this. You'll see a practitioner that has the ability to ask one more question or has the ability when a patient's upset to really get down to the nuts and bolts, whereas a less empathetic or confident practitioner might skip over that cue or they might not pick up that cue at all. So I think empathy and self-awareness are huge. And self-awareness in the sense that, um, you know, we've all done our Myers-Briggs profiling where we're extroverted or introverted and all the other subtypes in between. But that self-awareness means you know that you're aware of your own behavior and you're able to shape it to the consult. So an introvert might need to really come out of their shell to match someone who's, you know, loud and boisterous and type A. And the really good physios do that, what qualities we look for in a new grad or a health professional. I look for people that can do that, that have the self-awareness to know where they sit on that spectrum and can get outside themselves to match the patient. Because it's about connecting with people. At the end of the day, if you don't connect, you won't get someone better. So on the other side, an extrovert who's you know really loose, really loud, they need to be able to have the self-awareness to bring that back down a notch to be able to match that person opposite. So Above the line language, self-awareness, and empathy. How, how I'll experience this and things we look out for in an interview, are it's often identify, easier to identify the things you don't like. So in an interview process or an induction process, you have some health professionals where all the questions are about the roster the pay, the working conditions, how much uh, leave do I get? What's my CPD allowance? I don't like working long days in my roster. Um, whereas the ones without self-awareness above the line language and empathy, their questions are like, tell me about your culture. Tell me about, you know, the partners in the community. Um, what gyms do you work with? What's your ideal client? Um, what makes you guys unique? What are you aiming for? That, that really shows a lot less selfishness, doesn't it? It's like, I want to know about the values and the mission of this business, not my pay, not my working conditions, not any of that stuff. That stuff's important, but I really feel like it doesn't leave a great impression when you know, a huge part of your talking and communication with a new employer, particularly, is about conditions, pay, CPD, sick leave long days, hours. If you can be that new grad or that health professional that asks about vision and mission and values and ideal clients and um, I'd love to attract more runners, how do I do that? I have an interest in shoulders. I'd love to work with you on that. It's above the line language. It shows self-awareness. It shows empathy. The second thing you can do is ask the your employer, employer and even the other team members is, you know, what are they working on? What what do they need help with? Because it's actually a really interesting and often stressful time when a business is hiring. And if you can, that question would actually blow most people away. It's like, yeah, I know, you know, hiring new new team members is a busy time for you guys. What are you guys looking to achieve out of this? And d- does anyone in the team need help? Can I help make this process easier? Imagine the difference between someone who's asking about conditions and pay and salary and roster. Versus a person that steps outside themselves and says, you know, how can I help you? And I think that's the biggest reflection on empathy. So I think I'll leave that there. And it was a great question. Thank you for that. Hey, if you can help us get back into a rhythm and rate our podcast, that would be amazing. You can leave a comment or you can just hit the five stars for us. You can share it. If you're interested in our one day event, Sydney, 25th of August, get your employer to cover half, only be a couple hundred dollars for an awesome day. We do stuff that I still have not seen other people do. A lot of it is actually practicing and filming. That helps you become more confident, helps get your scripting right. It helps you pick up on all those things you don't like uh, about how you say things and when you say things. Uh, It will help you with your social media, help you attract your ideal client, give you a better understanding of private practice, help you build an ideal week, all that good stuff. It's good to be back. I will leave you with that and we'll keep going through these questions from the 200 event. Bye.